T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. One o'clock hour here on Cody and Gold. Alex Gold, Nick Schwert, Dusty Likens in for Cody. You never know what you're in for when Dusty's filling in, man. You never know what direction the this show is heading. World Cup. Final little games of the day in Group E going on. Germany in uh, Costa Rica. Also Spain in Japan. Can I ask uh, you a serious question? Sure. We're in a circle. Oh, gosh. <laughs> God almighty. <laughs> That's usually not the beginning to a serious question. Um, it's me. Uh, we're done. We're it's, done. Now, it's me, Nick, Fesco, and Binkley, and you got to spin the bottle. Who are you hoping it lands on? We've had on? enough of like, conversation. Let's, let's actually talk some sports. Why now, are you the ducking the question? Just tell because me who you wish you would hope we, on. We, we Answer did, the question and we, we move on. We just, yep. we just spent nine minutes talking about... You're spending what, way too long what, on the question. You could, could just answer the seconds. question instantly, and we'd be Literally, done with you're it. Re- you're what's, being redundant. What's your fantasies tomorrow, Nick, uh, Nick and Dusty? If you guys want to do it, then we can do it. Then let's talk some football a little bit. I would I would normally entertain the conversation if we already didn't spend ten minutes talking about that very you same. You just subject. said nine. So which one is um, it? Ten now because it's a minute later. <laughs> your fault. So I think it's I think it's ten minutes now. Dave Tobe was speaking earlier today, talking about the special teams unit and uh, Sky Moore. We know has had all kinds of struggles returning the football. We had said earlier in the week, it's simple. Don't put him back there ever again. It's not his fault. It's a coaching fault. But then I see these quotes coming out from Dave Tope today, Dusty, and he said the Chiefs will continue to work Sky more in practice as a punt returner, though at least for now not in a game. Quote, we just don't quit on players. <laughs> Nobody's saying for him never to see the field as a wide receiver. He you're not, great qu- you're not quitting on him as a football player if you still – continue to develop him as a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. One way you're quitting on him as a football player is if you cut him, right? <laughs> that's, that's how you're quitting on him. I, I, I don't like even hearing that they're working on it in practice still. Cause that means they still believe that that's something that they really want him to do. He should not be back there ever again. No, they're, they're forcing it is what it was from the jump. And we get it. Sky Moore had a bunch of training camp hype. You know, the, the tree trunk legs, the moves like a running back, but plays receiver. Look, 
Those were all towards being a wide receiver in the league. And guess what? Yes, he fumbled that snap, and Andy Reid threw him right back. Or not the snap, but he fumbled that that punt return, and Andy Reid threw him right back out there. But the thing is, is that when you go back and look and think to him, you think to yourself, the guy never did it in college. There are other options on your team for people to be punt returners because reality, they're a dime a dozen, right? Like there's not Cordell Patterson's everywhere. There aren't Dante Hall's, Tyreek Hill guys for when they were first getting up here in the league. Antonio Brown's. There's been like 25 years of football between all of those guys, and that's four people, right? Like that's four people who we've mentioned. And you can mention Devin Hester and give it a fifth. Sky Moore had never returned punts in college. Why would you put him in an intense situation in the NFL and have him do it? Yeah, look great in training camp. That's fine. Whatever. He's going up against his own teammates. They're not, they're not team, they're not guys on the other team trying to just rip your helmet off. And then it's like the old, I don't know, the yips, you know, like once oh, once it's in your brain, yeah. it's and I mean I've had it in golf. I I I can hit a I can hit a club. I know I can hit my pitching wedge straight. I know the yardage I can hit it, but for some times... Who won the last matchup between you two again? I think Nick, right? Yeah, we're one yeah, and one. Yeah, one and one, heading to next okay, season. so in the spring, this is the deciding one. Yeah, the match part three. That's right. And um, so bring your little cameras next time. We and should. The, you, you definitely should. <laughs> wow, that's a great idea. Can we, get, can we get the boss to let us get out of work for that? Like, we're not going like, to do our show for, for the sure, golf course. For sure, dude. It's pretty coming. It it's pretty four much. Hours. Can you not just... Can you you, could not ju- just you do and it Cody after? could like be in a what, cart doing your show, wirelessly? and yeah, then Nick dude. and I could be in the other cart, and then you could do sports talk, and then every once in a while we could chime in. This I mean, show is pretty I, much a come and go as you please sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so when you when you put in the fact that like he's never done it before, and then Dave Tope, the special teams on this team is, I, I think Carrington has a really good point about this. This special teams team makes me nervous for when the playoffs start. Yeah, that was the conversation we had on on Monday's show yeah. because it's. When, when you look at the mistakes, it is not. You're right. It's not just the return game. It is no, it's getting everywhere. caught off guard on fake punts, the onside kick. That That is absolutely why I think everybody has a little nervous feeling heading into the postseason about one unit. It's definitely special teams. I feel really great yeah. about the offense. Defense, I actually really do feel it's pretty fine. decent about it. It's good enough. Yep. The question is, are you going to have that crucial moment, muff punt, uh, a fake punt that an opposing team is going to use because they're trying to steal a possession and you're caught off guard. Like that, that's the kind of stuff that's inexcusable. The punt return thing is an easy fix. Just don't put, don't put sky more back there. Yeah. Like that, that's actually an easy fix. The ones that should seem easy and, and maybe aren't making sure your guys are ready on these onside kicks on the fake punt. Like you don't, you don't think that other teams are going to have something up their sleeve at some point in a crucial spot. Of course they will. And the other thing too about it is that it's it's not a dig at Sky Moore. Like it's not like I think Sky Moore sucks. No. Because I don't. I think he's uberly talented. And I think that whenever he got, I guess you could say whenever he got into the game and got in the flow of that offense, he was doing some really, really good things. Like he was getting first downs. He was running the routes. He was setting that foot and digging into where he needed to be. And I thought Sky Moore, I thought Sky Moore did very, very good. Mm-hmm. And I think when you look at this team and you have to find some sort of thorn, so far it has been the special teams. Because you and I both, I feel like, I know hindsight going to play in this. Did you not see a fake punt coming when they were playing the Rams last week? Did you not see that coming? Um, I don't know if I was, you, you were kind of put offside. You were like, wow, I didn't know this was going to happen. 
Yeah, I mean, they had nothing to lose. I don't know if I thought that play, like right that instance, it was, that instant right. it was coming. But they had a team with nothing to lose, like the Jags, even with the onside kick that they had to yeah. those those kind of opponents, you have to expect it more. Like against Cincinnati on Sunday, I actually don't think we'll see that because I think both both offenses, you can't like you don't actually want to give that opponent uh, an opportunity to steal possession from you if they actually catch you. I don't I don't think you need to do a fake punt in the, it, when you're talking about the Chiefs and Cincinnati playing. I saw a fake punt more clearly. Then I saw Sean Barber having great penmanship on the dry erase board. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, seriously, I'm, I mean, I, I now the onside kick with Jacksonville, that was just Start Doug Peterson. Game. That's you know what you that's like a what plus 8000. If you want to bet that's how the game starts off. But I will say this. Let Sky Moore be the receiver. He's he's figured his things out. He's it's a, it's a long season. Do your thing. But I will say this about the punting return from here on out. I hope these guys are your sure hand guys. Because now it's like, okay, you got rid of the guy that had fumbled a few times. Now your sure hands guy, Justin Watson, which I'm still confused at why he tried to pump up the crowd when they were cheering sarcastically. Because uh, <laughs> he did it. He did the, he did the, you the know. The crowd was already was, starting to cheer like the sarcastic. Yeah, but then he, he then amplified it, which was kind of funny to me. But again, yes, McCole Harmon, when he's back and he's healthy, will probably be your thank guy. Thank goodness. To, yeah, and then there you are. Who'd have thought we'd have been saying thank goodness for McCole Harmon uh, at this well, point in the season? Well, when it's been as bad as it has been on punt returns, correct. Uh, that, that's one way. Again, I just, I've said it over and over. I just need somebody to catch the damn ball and look comfortable. And Justin Watson looks comfortable catching the football back there. All right, Dusty, it is time for the AFC West whip around. We do this every week here on the show. Mm-hmm. You can take Cody's spot there with the Great. LA Chargers. Yeah. Uh, I've got the Raiders. Nick has the Denver Broncos. We just do a little whip around across the AFC West. Suddenly uh, the Raiders have won a couple games in a row two overtime walk-off wins. I don't actually think they're any good. Uh, right. One was against the Broncos in overtime busted coverage. And then this past week was actually somewhat impressive against Seattle. And then Josh Jacobs, that's the story here. Josh Jacobs, who a lot of people wrote off, who the the, the Raiders, I think, as an organization, kind of maybe thought about moving on from. That was a conversation during preseason. People thought maybe they would trade him in the preseason right mm-hmm. before the season started. He's the leading rusher in football. Yeah, like, because he had 229 I, last I, week. Sure, yeah. but like, that's what's crazy. Like, he's the leading rusher in the NFL. He's got a contract coming up. And have you seen the free agent pool of running backs? Like, it's not like... It is insane, the crop of running backs that will be free inch in the league, and he is one of them. But he's been a difference maker. I give him a lot of credit uh, for what he's been able to do. Uh, I still don't think the Raiders are any good, but they're, uh, if they're going to have that kind of rushing attack going, they will at least give some people some fits and be a pain in the ass for somebody and you're down the, the stretch of the season. What's crazy is their offense has been really good. Mm-hmm. Without Darren Waller and without Hunter Renfro. Now, granted, they have one of the top wide receivers in football, and, and Devontae Adams has been great, but – That's not my job to talk about the Raiders. Mm -hmm. My job is to talk about their opponent this week, which is the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, What Herbert are we getting? The the Emmanuel Acho social media quarterback thing is quite hilarious. So stupid. Uh, He's just reaching, and I think he's he's never going to get to that point that he's you know getting to. He's like Woody from Toy Story. He's reaching for the sky. Never going to get there. Um, But I will say, when you look at the Chargers. The Chargers are in must-win every single game mode from here on out. Definitely. Which that's where I'm excited to see what Justin Herbert can be. What are we going to see? Are we going to see the the you know the the gutless or the the shied out you know Justin Herbert? Or are we going to see just the straight up slasher and dasher that you know broke a rib basically against Kansas City Chiefs and smoked a 40 plus yard pass on on a dime in the end zone? Keenan Allen is getting healthier. He had a good game last week. Austin Eckler still remains to be one of the best running backs and pass catching running backs in the game. And Mike Williams, it's up to you. 
because the defense is struggling. They have a lot of injuries on defense. So it's it's shootout time in L.A. They play the Raiders. This could have a lot of juice, or as the late great Therese Paler once said, this could be an all-juice type of matchup. I think, obviously, my all-juice matchup this week, for fantasy reference, is Cincinnati and the Chiefs, sure. just because it's going to be a wild, wild west shootout. But this game could be the same way, because you don't know what kind of Herbert you're getting. Are you going to get the normal, you know, above-average, pretty good Herbert, or are you going to get the Herbert where everybody's like, okay, it's Mahomes and Allen, and then it's Justin Herbert. So that's what I got on the Chargers. So guys, Ooh, I think uh, did you like that? Dustin? I think like I'm 50 with shades of Nick. I think I'm with pretty much everybody else here in that. It do, <laughs> even though the record's not great, it it kind of feels like the Broncos are a team trending upward right now, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh-huh. Right. Okay, no, that's maybe not actually, half the team. Maybe not exactly where I wanted to go with that. No? So earlier this week, Nathaniel Hackett was asked, and I think at this point, even though we know the answer, it's something that as a local reporter you'd have to ask. He asked, "Would you consider benching Russell Wilson? Would you consider mm-hmm. moving on from him this season at quarterback?" And Hackett's exact response was, "Right now, no." <laughs> right now, no. So of course, <laughs> when people hear "right now," they assume. So at a later date, perhaps Mm -hmm. that would be an option. Uh, He then reached back out to the reporters, said that he, quote, effed up and said, not even a thought, not even a question. Russ is our quarterback, which it would be funny for a dead man walking and Nathaniel Hackett to be like, well, you know what? I'm getting fired anyway, so I'm going to go ahead and bench the quarterback on my way out of town as well. Now, (laughs) Russell Wilson has been having to answer a lot of questions as well as to if he's lost a step, if he's lost the locker room, do the guys like you? You saw the the sideline spat between he and Mike Purcell, which they both sort of downplayed earlier this week, which is what you have to do. Russell Wilson was asked earlier this week if he thinks he's washed up, if he thinks that he's lost a step, and this is what Russell Wilson had to say. Quote, I don't even need to respond to that. At the end of the day, I know who I am as a player. I feel better than ever, which is quite frankly about as poorly as you could answer that question for somebody who is near the bottom of all qualified quarterbacks in basically every major passing statistical category for him to say, I don't even need to answer that. It's sort of like when Brock Osweiler a couple years ago and they asked him, like, do you think you need to be benched? And he said, well, I think, uh, you know, go check the tape. (laughs) <laughs> and then the reporter responded, well, some people would say the tape says you do need to get benched. And he said, well, that's just your opinion, man. <laughs> what I mean, that's kind of what Russell I, Wilson's I, doing here. You can't. It doesn't sound good, but also like what? So what? Own up to the fact that you're having a bad year. He, yeah. He needed to say like, look, I, this has been a, one of the most, not one of, this has been the most disappointing season of my career, yada, yada, yada. I mean, he's not going to be like, yeah, I lost a step, Nick. But I get what you're saying. He could have answered it better. He could have been like, yeah, you know, I'm working through some struggles right now. What he did say was sort of. Uh, blaming it on injuries. He said, I'm feeling better mentally and physically every day. I've obviously had some tough stuff this year with the shoulder and the lat and everything else, which just tells you this is all the preamble for the offseason of, oh, well, he was playing through seven different injuries this year, which is why he. this always happens. The second the offseason begins, it'll be some anonymous coach who said, well, I mean, he was dealing with Well, Nathaniel Hackett doesn't need to worry about anything next year because he won't be there next year to make Yee-haw! any decisions. Who was that? Cowboy. It's a cowboy. It's not one of you guys? No, it was, it was, that was Cody. Nick, Nick does that. Oh, no, it was, yeah, it was right. Cody re- recorded that one. Shocker. And that one was Nick. And that one's Alex. And I'm Dusty. Really? Cody did the yeehaw thing? <laughs> yeah, man. You didn't? There, okay. There wasn't just like a generic yeehaw. I thought that was good yeehaw by Cody. 
That's the AFC West rip around. Is it? Rip around? Rip around. Whip around. Rip around. It's rip around. Whip around. We were talking about Russell Wilson, the quarterback that's been ultra disappointed this year. A team and, I guess, quarterback to a certain extent that's been disappointing as well. His fault. Aaron Rodgers. And we know he's dealing with an injury. That team is not mathematically eliminated, but they might as well be from the playoff conversation. Aaron Rodgers was asked about, you know, what if the team decides to go with Jordan Love the rest of the season at some point? And he actually was more open-minded than people maybe realize. Uh, once they're officially eliminated, it sounds like Aaron Rodgers would at least be open to having the conversation. Officially? I, I, I think officially eliminated. Yeah. yeah, which is what, next week? Yeah, one more loss, right? I think. Well, is if what, Minnesota wins this week, is that they, the tie break or they the, uh, clinch, clinch the, AFC, the NFC North. Well, the division's done. The only path they would even have had. Every team that's in the playoffs is in the NFC East. Well, that's that's why they're that's why they're not making it. It's just they're not officially out. But we know that the Packers are toast. But he's not willing to be benched unless they're officially out. Now, yesterday we had this conversation when Bink was filling in a little bit, which was somebody has to step up the Packers organization and actually be like, no, we are going to to bench you because Aaron. I just don't believe that Aaron Rodgers is going to agree to it. Three-year contract, $150 million. Jordan Love the rest of the season is to me what they should still do to find out more about Jordan Love. Yeah. But nobody in that organization is willing to actually bench Aaron Rodgers other than the medical staff if they say he's got an injury. How ironic is this for Aaron Rodgers, for his career to end the way that it started? Right? Like, remember the whole saga with Brett Favre, and they were like, oh, well, we're going to keep going with Favre. And Rodgers is like, so year three of me on the bench, and you guys still don't want to put me out there? And you drafted me where you did. I don't get to play. And now Aaron Rodgers just is like, yeah, I'm not going to quit until I'm, you know, mathematically out. But that's what I, said. I think both Rodgers organization, the Packers yeah. and Russell Wilson's team, the Broncos as a front office, if they could both just push a button to make them both retire right now, they would yes. because of the financial implications. Yes. And the other thing too, is that I think that if the Raiders could be put in this argument as well. I think you Okay. You had a really at a text. Okay. You keep going, man. Okay. You said a really big smile. I'm laughing at a text. Okay. Okay. Anyways, (laughs) but no, I think the, yeah, I think the Raiders are the same way, right? Like I think that the Raiders are also could push a button because then they would have never hired Josh McDaniel because now they can't fire him because financially they're strapped with that. So, um, the chiefs are going to win the AFC West next year, um, because of reasonings why. And here we are once again, Talking about the three teams in the division of why they're not going to be bo- they're, why they're not going to surpass the Chiefs, and yet here we are again talking about Aaron Rodgers this year. That's carried on throughout the entire year, just like it did last year, just like it did the previous year. Yes, he had the two MVP seasons. Like you want to talk about franchise, you want to talk about uh, contract seasons being undefeated. Aaron Rodgers has really done well with that because not only did he get his number one receiver out of Green Bay because of how big and massive his contract was. Now he doesn't have anybody's trust on that team. He left last week's game when they were getting their ass kicked by Philadelphia. It wasn't even really that close. And then leaves the stadium, leaves oblique injury. Now he's got a, a, you know, a, a nagging thumb injury. Mm-hmm. And yet now he's like, well, until we're like statistically, mathematically, completely out of the playoffs, then I'll think about sitting down. But until then, I'm not going to give that any sort of thought. What do you have to play for, man? Poor guy. Poor guy convincing himself that there's a chance that sorry team could win out. Like, what do you think his contract incentives are? Win an MVP? Like, is that the only incentive he has? Make the playoffs, have playoff wins? I I just think in general, 
There's no a guy way that's is... been as successful as oh. Aaron Rodgers. They don't want to just sit on the bench. Just sit on the bench. Like we have this notion, of like oh, just sit, just take the rest of the season off, man. He he's a two time MVP. There's there's the ego part, sure, but also the competitive nature. He's not a oh, type. He got nature. to the. Well, yeah, I mean, the, he wanted the, to host Jeopardy the, these for guys, God's sake. No, that was all leverage play. Oh, I think no, we found out that's all a bunch of BS. No, I think he went and did ayahuasca in the like the I, mountains. He doesn't give I, a rip about competitiveness. I think the whole Jeopardy thing was a bunch of BS. He put a ton of pressure on the Packers organization. What you just laid out, which was remember how today how things yeah, he were. He won the MVP. Six months, yeah, he had leverage from the MVP. He had leverage claiming he was going to retire. They obviously said, "Oh, we got to do anything possible. We'll, we'll go ahead and you know." Somebody creating leverage doesn't sound like someone who's competitive. Someone who's competitive is like Tom Brady who takes – Tom Brady took a pay cut to go be with the Patriots quarterbacks. So they continue to win Super Bowls. What do they do? They continue to win Super Bowls. And he didn't. You don't think Aaron Rodgers is a competitive person? Not anymore. I don't think that's the number one thing on his mindset right now. I think the number one, mindset on his, I think the number one thing in his mindset right now is staying relevant. And he knows that mm-hmm. if he gets benched and Jordan Love takes over, then more people will – why does he join McAfee every week? He gives well, McAfee content I, to stay relevant. On, that's the so number one thing he does is stay relevant. And he gets paid by that show to be on that show. I guarantee it. Competitiveness on, is not number so one. Him doing, so we can all uh, like agree that the McAfee interview and stuff are, are at times ridiculous. But the notion that him doing the McAfee interview means he's not a competitive person anymore. That's come on. That's, like that's not what I said. Josh Allen does interviews with Kyle Brandt Those every weren't week. my words. I said the reason he does them is so he stays relevant, which is his number one thing. Is he still competitive? Probably. Is competitiveness his number one niche? No. Relevancy is. He knows the league is catching up to him. He knows time is undefeated, and he knows he's about out. I mean, so he won the MVP last year. Let's not act like that he's been terrible for multiple years. It's the only way he could stay I didn't still say, relevant. Again, I'm not saying that he's still talented. I'm saying that competition is not his number one thing that he goes for. No, but you're saying he's doing the interview to stay relevant. I'm telling yes. you, winning MVP will make me pretty damn relevant. It's making him relevant to st- to get in Green Bay and get a contract. Yes, for sure. But we're talking about this year. We're talking about right now Aaron Rodgers. Right now Aaron Rodgers has joined the NFL for one more season, and the NFL is getting up in age to Aaron Rodgers to where he well, is sure, not. Well, that's a fact. Yeah, and so I mean, he's obviously. getting his ass kicked. So now – how can I stay around longer? How can I stay on a team? And how can I be here in the NFL as long as possible, which is what? Relevancy. Competitiveness? Yes. Maybe it's there somewhere along the chain. But I'm telling you right now, man, I don't think that Aaron Rodgers and competitiveness are the number one thing on his mind. I think right now, stay. why would he want to keep playing? If he's competitive and he wants the team no, but to you're, be. Like, we're, we're talking about, again, there's a difference. Like, you're, you're saying like. He should do, basically we're talking about whether or not he should be willing to shut it down the rest of the season. I'm just telling you, like I don't think guys like him or quarterbacks in the league are like cool with just being benched for the final six games yeah, of the it's season. Ego. Sure, that all yeah. ego. All, like, but I guess what I, I, I don't understand any of these quarterbacks in their profession. You're either to get to where they're yeah, God given ability, talent, insane. Obviously, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. But any of these yeah. quarterbacks, ego and competitiveness, they don't get to this level if they don't have that. Like that is, you're right. He has an ego, but like that, that's part of what's also allowed him to get to this level too. I'm not the biggest Aaron Rodgers fan. It's making it seem like all of a sudden I am because we're, we're, we're both on opposite ends here, but that's not, that's not it at Would all. Would you kiss Aaron Rodgers for five minutes for $10 million? Yes. No. So like I, when it comes to the, the conversation about Aaron Rodgers and being competitive, um, is he as competitive as he was his rookie season? No, of course not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not arguing that. I just don't think that he doesn't care about winning anymore. Mahomes is more competitive now than he was his rookie season. Yeah, I would agree with that. After losing the Super Bowl, yeah, after losing to the Bucks in the Super Bowl, that made Mahomes even more competitive. And as Eric Bieniemy, of course, says, he's a competitive prick. Sure. <laughs> I think Aaron Rodgers is probably a competitive prick as well. That's I all. think he's just a prick. No, that. <laughs> he's if you want to be honest, I just. I mean, 
to me, like to be competitive, you would go up to your receivers and be like, Hey guys, like, Hey, you know, Donald driver, you know, Greg Jennings, uh, what's that? The, the white cat from K state, I, uh, not Brandon Stokely. That's just another white receiver. Jordy Nelson, Jordy Nelson, all these guys, you know what they were when they were young? Yeah. They dropped some passes. Yeah. They did this. You know what Rogers didn't said? Well, I mean, if guys aren't going to do their job, then we're going to get different reps out there for different guys. That's not competitive. That's just being a prick. That's just being a, just being a pure Richard, which is what Aaron Rodgers is. Aaron, competitive. My ass. Aaron Rodgers has so yeah, checked out. Disagree. That's, That's fine. Yeah, that, yeah. That, I told you it's okay to disagree in radio. It makes for better radio instead of just agreeing all the time. I'm just telling you that I don't think that competitiveness is on his mind because if he wants the best for his team to stay competitive, then put the healthier guy in the situation, which is Jordan love. But no, he wants to stay relevant. And if Jordan love goes out there and actually does do good things and actually is good, then the green Bay Packers have a conversation yeah, to be had on their to, team. To me, that's a different conversation though, because like, I, I, I don't want to see Jordan love because I think he gives them a better chance to win games. I think they should want to see Jordan love to find out once and for all, why like, they draft why, exactly. That, yeah. That's what I, I don't think I, I, you, you are looking at Jordan love like, Oh, he's going to give us a better chance to to win. I actually thought in the very small sample size against the Eagles on Sunday night football for the, what the quarter and a half that he played, he actually looked better than he had in the, certainly against Kansas city the year, the year prior in that game where his family was up in the, the nosebleeds at Arrowhead. All right, coming up next, we will get to the chiefs, uh, not the chiefs red half hour, the what's trending and what's up with the chiefs injuries. I should say in particular, this is Cody and gold here on 610 sports radio. You're listening to Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss Alex's That Betting Show every Thursday night at 7 o'clock. Right here on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. What's trending? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. Number one on what's trending. Been waiting a little bit to see when the Royals would fill out this coaching staff after hiring a manager, Matt Quatrero. Uh, we now know the pitching coach situation rectified there. Brian Sweeney. Pete's uncle. That's right. That's right. Relation there. Brian Sweeney, former big leaguer, had been with the Guardians organization as a bullpen coach. So he will now be part of the staff. Also, the infield coach, Jose Aguasil, maybe. I don't know. Honestly. They love giving you tests. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. But that is uh, now finalizing the coaching staff for Matt Petraro. Obviously, just something that had to be in place, and they, they said it would take a little bit of time. But uh, the ties to the Guardians organization is pretty evident with John Sherman, of course, the owner of, of this club. I don't think it's a coincidence at all with where they've gone with these hires so far. Yeah, because that's where Coach Q started too, right? Yeah. Um, also, what's trending, college football playoff expansion official today that it will be starting next year. Rose Bowl makes its decision to – uh, go ahead and uh, add themselves in. So now 12 teams, Mr. Gold, which uh, we yeah. think nothing really changes when it comes to the, the heavy side of the, the, the upper echelon of college football. Uh, but again, next year, 2000, I guess in two, two, more year, two yeah. years, 2024 officially today, year. right? I don't know why they can't do it next year. I guess tickets have already been sold. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, venues have already been booked. Uh, but again, in two years, it is official as of today. College football playoff will have a 12-team system fun for fans and you know makes you feel like your gambling guys fan base has a chance yeah that, that more impactful games i just don't think that we're going to see you know 10 11 12 seeds suddenly in the national championship game and therefore i don't really think we need to i don't think a three loss third place fourth place team in the sec needs an opportunity you you're in the sec it's simple we know what you if you're in the sec or the big 10 if you only lose one game or go undefeated. You're in the dance. Is that simple? I, I don't need to give you more opportunity to get in. That's right. my issue with it. Now, if you're a K-State fan, a KU fan, a Missouri fan, this is good news because it's the only way you're going to ever get part of the dance, right, which is expansion. K-State this year is the 10th-ranked team. They mm. would be in this expanded playoff if it was already happening. Instead, they're going to be left out. Do you do you have money on this year's champion? Like, Who do you have this year? So I so okay. that betting show tonight, uh, yeah, we're back a live tease. from 7 to 8. Um, yeah. And about oh, three, four weeks ago, we had mentioned, I put a small, small, small bet on TCU 80 to one. Ooh, now here was my juicy. thinking. They're not going to win. I said it at the time, you can pull the audio. Yeah. I said, they're not going to win the championship. It was right. all about being able to hedge. I said, you might have a team that gets in the college football playoff that has 80 to one odds to win it. If they actually get in, they're going to be like 15 to one. So that was, you know, or 12 to one. So that was my thought with it. Um, so yeah, that would be it. Now I think George is going to end up winning it, but you want to have an opportunity to hedge. That's why it's kind of fun. Next up on, on what's trending, how about Michigan and their star running back, Blake Corum? Uh, he's expected to have knee surgery out for the season. Heisman candidate uh, Ian Rappaport is reporting that. Uh, we, we saw he gave it a go against Ohio State. Just couldn't cut the same way. Big blow, obviously, for their backfield for their national championship chances. But we kind of knew this was trending in this direction for the last week or so. Yeah. Um, that sucks, man. College kids. Hopefully he's got a good NIL deal. You know what I mean? Like, that's what they do it for. Um, also, uh, Nick will have some breaking news here in a second, but, uh, 
Dave Tove on also what's trending. Punt returner Justin Watson and Trent McDuffie will be the other option to go out against Cincinnati as being their punt return specialists. Uh, Justin Watson, number one. Trent McDuffie, number two. Sky Moore. Uh, take a breath. Can't see Chiefs fans. He will not be returning punts yeah. uh, again. Like we had mentioned earlier, not necessarily his fault. I get it. The coach isn't the one fumbling it, but the coach is putting him out there knowing that he's done it twice before the Rams game and then did it again. So no Sky Moore Sunday at 325. Again, you can hear pregame on this station and 106.5 The Wolf starting at 12 o'clock in the afternoon. Josh Klingler, Mitch Holtis, Dayton Hughes, who joined the show today at 11. Go catch it on the podcast and round it out. Yeah, man, and also uh, injury-wise for the Chiefs, uh, fortunately, Jarek McKinnon's still dealing with a hamstring injury. He's not practicing today. Same goes for Kadarius Toney. The good yep. news, Juju was back. Uh, he was sick yesterday. He's back at practice. But the McKinnon one actually is more impactful than the Tony one because McKinnon is someone they really Rojo rely season? on. <sighs> Melvin Gordon? I, think Pache- I really do think Pacheco has gotten better as a pass blocker, Yeah, but nobody's replacing McKinnon. Like McKinnon is one of the best pass-blocking backs in football. And I think that is a huge loss more than him carrying the ball, you know, three times or whatever sure. it is on third downs. When you need him to chip somebody or just help out Orlando Brown or help out Wiley, you lose that. And he hasn't practiced all week. I don't think either of us think he has any chance really of playing on Sunday against Cincy over under 0.5. One of these guys fumbles on five touches. Sky Moore punt like returns. Or no, just, just in general. Oh. Sky Moore punt returns. Melvin Gordon handoffs over, over. <laughs> yeah. You like, going home rich. Yeah. I just, I just, yeah. I, I, you know where I'm at on the punt yeah, return yeah, yeah, stuff. And then yeah. Melvin Gordon just, I don't need to see him carry the football. I don't think you believe in second chances, Gold. I, I wouldn't say that. Yeah, he's let me come back on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I, wouldn't say, uh, I, would, I wouldn't say that. But, it's, again, coaching-wise, they have too good of a coaching staff to continue put players in bad spots. That's all. Oh, that's what's trending here on Cody and Gold. So, Throughout this show today, mm-hmm. we've talked about how uh, this trash talk between the Chiefs and Bengals is more than we've really seen before. Yeah, Justin Reed uh, yesterday making comments saying he's going to lock down Hayden Hurst. Yeah, Hayden Hurst say this earlier today when he was asked about the comments. I don't know. I mean, you could pick anybody in this locker room, but you know, I feel like I'm the last person you probably want to talk about because uh, I have a long memory. Long memory. Long memory, Hayden Hurst said, responded to Justin Reed. We know Justin Reed went back and forth a little bit with Jamar Chase on Twitter, and now Jamar Chase was asked in the Bengals locker room about those comments. Yeah, so first off, Justin Reed sort of misspoke. He said 88. He, first he said Tyler yeah, Higby. he got confused. And then he goes, oh, and then somebody was like, oh, Higgins. He's like, yeah, Higgins. And then he clarified on Twitter, no, I was actually talking about Hayden Hurst. And when he clarified that on Twitter, Jamar Chase said, let's put some money on it big time. Justin Reed said, y'all, welcome for the extra motivation. I'm going to see you Sunday, champ. Jamar Chase said, tuna in a can. <laughs> then today, locker room media availability, Jamar Chase was asked about that exchange with Justin Reed here is what Jamar Chase said just moments ago in Cincinnati. Um, I ain't really have no comment about it until he made another comment and said everybody else is going to get locked down. So that's when I buzzed in to decide to say something on Twitter. Do you think maybe he just hadn't watched enough film on the receivers in Cincinnati? Um, I don't think he's watching film at all. I don't think he knows his personnel um, on whoever he's trying to check or if he's even checking anybody. So it's just he need to go back and watch you know, the film, look at his personnel, look at what he wants to know. So, I mean, yeah. Oh, I love um, it. I love it. I lo- look, by the way, it was he doesn't if watch we, film if at we all. were in Cincinnati, you would love that comment as well. That's what exactly well, what, if, he, what, what, what this if, is. Yeah. The, if there's one Bengals player or one player yeah. in the NFL period who has every right to talk smack yeah. on the Chiefs, 
It's the guy who has absolutely embarrassed you the last two times you've seen him. Now, I will say, and you're right, the only difference I would say a little bit is it truly is a completely different secondary than what he faced last time. Mm -hmm. It really is. I mean, Legereus Sneed's the only guy left. Right, but the burden of proof is on the Chiefs to show that they can slow down Jamar Chase. But in the regular game. Yeah, no, the Chiefs have to show that they can slow him down. He is that special of receiver where... He's gonna get his. Like I, I what what's the we can do this tomorrow for a couple different wide receivers and performers, but what's the number you would sign up for right now for Jamar Chase? Where you'd be fine with it? Sixty four yards. Oh see, I'd, I'd sign up giving up eighty. <laughs> like I, I would I would give up eighty, man. Like he's that good. Like the, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Tyree Kill, these guys are that's they're gonna you're not shutting them down. Gabe you Davis. can't let you can't let yeah, he did in the playoffs. You cannot let Jamar Chase do what he did in the regular season. Of course, he cannot go for a buck sixty and two touchdowns. Yeah, he can. He, that that can't happen. Um, but he's gonna get his. And you know, I, I do think Maybe. Justin Reed completely misspoke though, because my good, he didn't know who the hell he was talking. Well, about. he misspoke until he said, "Nah, I'll shut all of them down." Yeah, well, that was just him recovering from. <laughs> yeah, but that tells me that if he's saying that because Justin Reed has never been one to sort no. of do this, at least during his time and in he's Kansas a City, extremely intelligent guy too. So if he's saying that. That means he's following the lead of everybody else in the locker room. I don't think he's speaking out of turn here. If he's saying that, that means those are the vibes going around the Chiefs facility this well, they, week. They want this one bad, man. They they want this one bad. Listen to Travis Kelsey on his podcast, New, Hi- New Heights, that he does with his brother, Jason. And listen to how him and Jason are talking about this game. You guys got Chiefs at Bengals going back to Cincinnati. Rematch. You guys get another crack at them. 2021 AFC title game. Playing a team when you know you didn't give them your best, you know, you didn't play your best, it just builds a little bit more. It means a little bit more. And you want to be able to go and, and prove yourself to be able to go out there and have success and, and find a way to get a win. And sure enough, kind of the way they stopped us in the second half in both of those games, it's been a sour taste in my mouth. Sure. Sure as hell has been that for the entire offseason. So when I saw him on the schedule in December, I kind of circled it, man. I was like, nice. I, I get another hack at a team that I – don't think I gave my best, man. At the end of the day, they got Joe Burrow. They got a great defense. It's going to be a big challenge for us. You guys better take care of business. I don't want to hear that excuse train coming through the uh, show next week. He's still in Big T and Shawnee's thing. Come on, Jason. He must listen to the Red Reaction show. You know what's so interesting about the Jamar Chase stuff is that he didn't even have like a massive game in the postseason. No, just the regular season. It was six. It was uh, it was six catches for fifty-four yards and a touchdown. It was actually T. Higgins who had a big game in the post. I think he had over a hundred yards in that game. Well, because the stat line, Nick, you sounds like you haven't pulled up right now. Like, I believe even though Mahomes had that terrible second half. It wasn't like Joe Burrow outplayed Mahomes per se, you know, like in in terms of of the over. Right? It wasn't that a game where yeah, Joe right. Burrow's stats weren't even that yeah, crazy. Two fifty for yeah, two touchdowns. The problem is the Chiefs. Mahomes threw two interceptions and had, I think, three first downs mm-hmm. in the second half. That's well, why yeah. the Bengals won the game. And the other problem yeah. was they couldn't get any pressure to Burrow, so it wasn't like he had to throw for a ton of yards because he was just getting first downs on third down. And they couldn't sack him, and that's why. What was it yesterday? Chris Jones said he hasn't yeah. watched the tape because it's a new offensive line. Or mm-hmm. yeah, that's, no, yeah. That's, yeah, that's exactly. So but it's, but we've seen this a couple times this year where um, who was the linebacker for the Buccaneers who called out the Chiefs O line, mm-hmm. and then Jeffrey Simmons did sort of the mm-hmm. same thing that yep. when the Titans game, both of those feel felt a little forced. Like, what are you actually talking about? This one I love. I love this trash talking. This week just feels so different from any other week so far this year. And I know before the Chargers game in week two or before the Bills game in week six, I sort of said, no, these are the big games. These are the big ones. 
this one feels different than any other week it's, this season. It's simple for me just as a fan. Like, obviously, in the locker room is a whole different mindset, and, and they clearly really want this one as well. But, like, as a fan, this is the team that prevented you from going to the Super Bowl. Chiefs fans, you're sitting there up 18. Maybe you're at Arrowhead. If not, you were watching the, the game with, with friends around town, and, and you really thought, oh, man, Mahomes, we're up 18 with Mahomes? This thing's done. Four straight AFC title games. We're going to another Super Bowl. We're going to our third Super Bowl in this, you know, four years or whatever. You thought it was you thought it was done. And they stopped it. And then you had to hear about it for a long time. You you were just coming off the great 13 second drive and the Grim Reaper stuff. That all got killed because of what happened in the second half. Yeah, it is. It's a regular season game. You can't make up for the AFC title game yet. But you don't want to go into the playoffs with Cincinnati having scoreboard three nothing on you either. Yeah, and the other part about this is that you can be mad about this, but it's perfect. This is like the perfect type of 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 content that you want for football because you cannot disagree with Cincinnati and you can't disagree with the Kansas City Chiefs, right? Like Buffalo and Kansas City, I think, are are respected rivals. They like, don't really talk a lot of trash, right? Do they? they just they just do it on the field when they're upset, like Josh Allen throwing the football and starting the fight in the in the AFC Championship game a few years back, but. There's, you know, even when Mahomes scored in that overtime touchdown, if you remember, like he it's runs. Because Burrow's one cocky SOB. That's what it is. But yeah, and I mean, like, <laughs> like that's you what know, it is. Like, Allen like, runs. The swag, we call it swagger, but I, I think we had this discussion heading into the playoff game. But he should be cocky. And he, and he should. And I said, yeah. everybody, I, I thought it was interesting with Burrow. When he came, everybody's like, oh, I love the swagger and all that. At some point in time, that'll get old for people and people will just say he's, he's cocky and arrogant. Right now, it's fun. And I think that'll change for Joe Burrow down the road. Yeah, and I think that with Buffalo... Buffalo knows that they need to play Kansas City in the playoffs for it to matter before there should be any sort of, you know, back talking or whatever it is. And they know they're going to play the Chiefs probably every year as long as they stay on the same path unless Miami were to to jump them this year. The Chargers don't talk any smack, which is, I think, the in-house rivalry with the Kansas City Chiefs because they just don't beat them. They got nothing. Right? There's nothing there to do it. Cincinnati has credibility. Mm-hmm. Like they can write these checks because their body can cash them. Like the, the Cincinnati Bengals, they beat you. Not only do they beat you twice, they came from behind in both games and they were significantly behind. One game was 21 to three. The other one was, I think 17 to zero. And Mahomes was that quarterback in the playoffs in that AFC championship game. Where in the first half, I am guilty of it. I sat back and said, yeah. okay, um, this is the best. This quarterback has looked all year. Here we go. Now what Cincinnati's doing is they didn't do this before. So now what Cincinnati is doing is you're about to find out what happens when teams open up the can of, of, of crap talk or give this Kansas City Chiefs team any sort of doubt. The, the Bears media did it. Mahomes counted on his fingers. Yeah. The, Ra- the Ravens did it. He then, you know, did the shrug. The, the national media did this year with Buffalo and, and the Chargers, and he's gone out there and he's 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 won MVP in 10 weeks of the season. Hell, some people would say he won it in nine weeks of the season. Um, Travis Kelsey is supposed to age and get a little bit different, regress in talent. Hasn't done that this year. Welcome to the club. If you want to be a part of this, Cincinnati has to go out there and back this up this time, even if they do win. Yes, they're still 2-1 and one versus Mahomes and the Chiefs in this era. But again, Justin Reed might have opened the can a little bit more than he should have, but Cincinnati yeah. is now. Who cares though, right? right? I, I, right? I, I like, you're I've a safety to be from, a leader. I've seen from some people on the text line, like, I don't like this trash. Talk. Oh, I, I love it. I, 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 how can you not love it? These it's the regular two, season. These are, these are, these they are. They were already getting amped up for this game, right? They're yeah. not, it's not like all of a sudden Jamar Chase is going to try harder. Kelsey said yeah. in the audio, we just heard he circled it. Like yeah, it's a circled I, game. 
I I can't wait. You know, this is it's even though it's not Sunday night football, it's the key primetime afternoon game, basically, right? It's the it's the locked in game that CBS protected. It's Nance, it's Romo. Like this, this is a game that I, I think we're all in the same boat. Also, we I think we know what the conversation would be on Monday, though, if Cincy wins. The conversation on Monday to me will be very similar to well, it'd be similar to how we talked about the Baltimore Ravens. I mentioned it a few times this week, uh, Dusty, just that. We all know Lamar called Kansas City his kryptonite. Yep. Um, I'm not saying that Patrick Mahomes or the Chiefs will say that, but it'll be a similar spot where we said, man, Mahomes is 3-0 and at that time against Baltimore. We're like, oh, what? they can't beat him. Why are we worried about them? That's in a weird way how it'll be talked about. Yeah. Not knowing you know, there's a good chance these teams will play each other, though, still in about six, seven, eight weeks. Yeah. You know? Uh, that's what's. That's why I just think you don't. You don't want to go into the playoffs having not only are you trying to get the one seed, but you don't want to go in the playoffs with this team having three zero on the final. That's just a, I don't like that spot. Don't like that spot. How confident would they would be going into a playoff? And you, you don't want lock, them to be that confident playing. And you want to lock up the one seed as fast as possible. Yes. No, they got a great chance to. to Do they lock do it that. up if they win? No, no, no. They don't no, lock it up, but no, they they no, significantly no, get themselves to to the a final. high high tiebreaker. Because what, then what you would yeah. need is you need to you need to beat Cincinnati. You need the Bills to lose tonight. No, 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 I didn't mean like mathematically lock it up. I mean like, come on now. Well, it's yeah. the, to me, it's if you win this game on it's Sunday. Tiebreaker of everybody but Buffalo and Miami. If you win this game on Sunday, to me, it almost guarantees you a 14-win season. Uh, and so all, of a sudden, 50, are... all of a sudden, 15 would even be in play, which would require them, of course, to, to win out. Dusty, appreciate you filling in, man. Anytime. A lot of fun. We're back at it tomorrow from 10 to 2. The Drive with CDOT coming up next. Brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss Royals first baseman slash NFL insider, Vinny Pasquantino. This football season with Cody and Gold. My Twitter is about to unload of football <laughs> tweets. First Jets game that I have free on Sunday. It's, it's go time. 610 Sports Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.